I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Idiot Culture Podcast. My name is Liam here with my co-host Kev Daddy. How's it going, dude? Pretty good, buddy. How are you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Just very tired. But, you know, that's normal now, so. Tired boy. I know, I know. I got my uh, COVID vaccine over the weekend, did I tell you? I did, you didn't tell me that. Oh, I forgot, yeah. I got it on Friday, and uh, my arm was so sore, and I was so tired all weekend. I wasn't sure if it was a side effect, or I just wasn't sleeping, because my arm was so sore, but. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. It's been fun. How'd How'd you feel afterwards? Uh, I was fine, honestly. I've heard most of the side effects come from the second dose. Uh, so, like, my arm was incredibly sore. Yeah. But, like, that was it, though. You well, know? yeah, yeah. The, the soreness is with every shot, right? Um, yeah. But, like, I, I got mine from my first shot. I was feeling really sick. Um, really? Same with uh, Maddie's parents. They were, like, they had to call into work the next day because they couldn't even, uh, couldn't even go. Really? Yeah. You know what's crazy is I was ready for that, too. I had the shot booked for friday after work just in case yeah so i wouldn't have to miss work or anything but nope nothing there you go yeah well it's very exciting so uh but you know why don't you tell everyone what we're going to be talking about today kevin this is a favorite of yours conspiracy theories i think it's like part three (laughs) i I love conspiracy theories because i was looking it up today um and you can get into like a rabbit hole you know because I was looking up some, and I was like, oh, that looks cool. And I was like, oh, my God, I've been looking at YouTube videos for two hours about conspiracy yeah. theories. <laughs> yeah, I um, it's funny. I actually started listening to a couple podcasts myself, and one of them is made by, like, two journalists. So their research skills are very good, and you can see it in there in the podcast. So now I'm doing mine, and I'm founding, I found, like, articles online, and I've sourced them and blah, blah, blah. And I got, like, a bunch of, like, actual, like, information and stats and whatever. Yeah. Well, not many stats, but so uh, I, I think I'm ready for this. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, I'll let you go first. Okay, great. So we're going to start off. I'll leave my more fun one for uh, my second one. End off on that. My first one that I'm going to talk about is fake snow. Have you fake? heard anything about that? I've never heard about it, no. So, uh, 
I heard a little bit when it snowed in Texas. I think it was earlier this year. And it was just out of the blue. One night it snowed, covered everything, and then it was gone in like a day or two kind of thing. Hmm. And because just it's Texas, everyone thought it was fake. Yeah. But I didn't hear any more than that. And then I saw one of my friends on her Snapchat took when it snowed here last in Ontario. She went outside and she picked up a snowball and she took a lighter to it. And the snowball turned black as she was, you know, melting it with the lighter. Hmm. Yeah. So then I didn't pay too much attention, but she went on a big tangent on her stories. Like, you know, it's fake snow, government created, whatever. It's a little strange for me. So it piqued my interest. Uh, apparently it's just a very simple solution. So I, I went to, I found a few articles about it and I actually found this one video of some guy explaining why it's not fake snow or whatever. But again, the idea was because snow shouldn't burn. It should just melt. Right. So people were taking lighters to it and they're like, why is it turning black? Yeah. Like that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. And also when they are lighting it, it doesn't drip water. Hmm. Right? Yeah, that's interesting, so, eh? Yeah. So, I like, I was very skeptical. Like, I'm like, okay, I can't see a reason for government-created snow. So, I, you know, why would this be a thing? Yeah, but exactly. But even still, yeah. I thought that's kind of strange. Um, so I looked into it, and it's very simple. So, first of all, we'll start with the black marks. That's just from the butane, from the lighter. It's like a partial combustion in the air, and it's a basic, um, I'm probably mixing up my words here, but like chemical compound. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and what what it does is it, it essentially, the butane mixes with the snow, and it, it essentially turns it into, like, soot, you know, like just... Yeah, yeah. Um, which is nothing fancy. So, I, like, I saw that video, and, like, that makes sense. I have no reason not to believe it. Like, it's a natural thing. I think about, like, when you go outside and you see slush and stuff, it's, like, darker, like, brown snow. Like, yep. the discoloration's not out of this world, you know? Yep. Uh, but then what I thought is neater is as he's lighting it, I also noticed, too, in this video that it's not melting. Like, like it's melting, but it's not dripping. Yeah. Uh, so he explains it, and he did, like, a video where he put it on, like, a fry pan. And this big snowball melted over time, and there wasn't any water in the pan until, like, the last quarter of it melted. Yeah. And it's neat. You can see it, actually, if you, like, pay attention. You know how when you see slush, it's like a very transparent, uh, like, grayish color? Yeah, yeah. That's basically just what happens. It turns hmm. into slush. So it, it's snow is very porous. So as soon as it melts into water, it the snow absorbs its own water. And if it absorbs enough, it turns that transparent gray, like, slushy color. And that's just, that's it. It's kind of simple. You know, and then whenever it's there's just not enough snow to hold the water, that's when all the water like pours out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I mean it makes sense. Like, um, especially if you're using like a lighter or any kind of very hot substance, how um, it totally turned into slush, right? Like a gray, yeah. a grayish thing, right? Because yeah, that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, right. That's just it. And uh, I, I think the video said this, or I'd, maybe it was my idea. I, I genuinely don't remember. This was yesterday, full day ago. So you know. Uh, <laughs> but if you think about like snow cones, you know, like it's Ooh. Ooh. you pour the syrup on it. The syrup doesn't just stay on top and drip off. You know, the syrup gets absorbed into the snow cone. Yeah. 
That's the same thing with the water when you go to melt it. It just absorbs itself. Oh, now I want a snow cone. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Snow cones. But yeah, yeah. That's, that's the thing. It would just get absorbed. Like, it wouldn't just, like, melt instantly in your hands, you know? Like, Yeah. Could you think of a reason why the government would want to create fake snow anyway? Like, uh, to pr- like the only thing I can think of is to pr- like everyone's going off about um, um, global warming. That's fair. Actually, and they're like, they're trying to like prove that there isn't, or maybe there is. Either way, they're trying yeah. to prove that global warming does or doesn't exist. Um, they're yeah, so they're basically making with the weather. To see if they can trick people, but some people are smart. But I don't think this is the case because there's not a yeah, lot of evidence on it, right? I'm with you. I've never believed it was fake snow. I just thought it was neat. Um, oh yeah, and that, you that know, Obama cool. has a weather machine, so yeah, Obama you know, is, is a weather is. machine. So yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing too. I was looking at some conspiracy theories. I was going to do the Loch Ness monster, like I was saying before the show, um, yeah. but I couldn't find a lot of actual like. Thing I the thing I like about conspiracy theories is that I want them to try and make me believe that this actually could happen. This actually did happen, um, and a lot of them are far fetched, like Obama being controlling the weather and uh, the lizard people, right? Um, yeah, but that there, pretty... <laughs> yeah, exactly. But there's some that um, are so crazy that sometimes it's real. And they have some facts. I'm like, oh, that's 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 pretty interesting. How does that happen? Um, yeah. But with the Loch Ness monster, it was just uh, a lot of them, like like that classic picture of the Loch Ness monster out in um, Lake Loch in yeah. northern Scotland. Um, it it was it was said to be a hoax by the person who was taking it. They said it was um, a piece of I think it was like driftwood and some some sort of glue. It was made to look like that. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, and some of the say it was like a duck and stuff like that, and other pictures. But um, I couldn't find anything that could make me believe in it. Yeah, um, it, it depends on who's writing it too, because like that, that's how cults are formed. You know, like it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to make sense. It just it has to be led by someone who's got the charisma to explain it in a way that makes you think that you're being enlightened. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, I, so yeah, it's it, it's. The black snow, I like. It's cool to research this stuff because I like to see, like, hey, maybe, maybe that is true. Um, but uh, yeah, it has to. I want a conspiracy theory to make me believe that it's true and make me say, hey, that's pretty cool. <laughs> do you believe one of your conspiracy theories? Hit me with it and see if you can convince me. Okay, so I'll do the first <laughs> one. Uh, I saw it was this one. I actually do believe more than my second conspiracy theory. Okay. Uh, it was um, aliens and or um, the people from the lost city of Atlantis helped build the pyramids. Nice. Now this came nice. to me um, a couple like a week ago. Uh, I was streaming with one of my friends, and she was saying she's a big conspiracy nut, um, and she was saying <laughs> that she like hundred percent believes the aliens uh, helped with the pyramids. There's no way they couldn't be done by themselves, you know. And I was just like, well, there's ways, but um, yeah, I was like, okay, well, I'll I'll research it. Um, so I looked it up, and there's actually a TED talk on it. 
There's lots of videos on it, so it was much easier to find than the Loch Ness Monster was. Mm-hmm. But basically, I forgot to write the girl's name. I think her name was Rachel... Rachel something. If you want to check it out on te- uh, on YouTube. It's a TED Talk. It's like 10 minutes. It's really good. Rachel um, something. Rachel something. Yeah, yeah. Rachel and then last name something. Good to know. I will, <laughs> I, I will find her. <laughs> okay, so basically she was talking about... Um, these aliens and they have the aliens from the planet Nibiru. Um, okay. Nibiru came and helped with the pyramids um, and helped the, uh, the Egyptians and the Mayans uh, build these pyramids um, right in the center of the earth. Um, and it was said to that uh, the, the Mayans and the Egyptians uh, did work on the pyramids, but they had help from, whatever you know um and it, it's crazy to see because like it, this is just a girl with a ted talk but then i looked at some other videos about like uh i did on like the history channel they had one and they were saying all these like archaeologists and all these um like all these crazy doctors are saying like the, the math just is too perfect you know you know when something is just too perfect it, it's like not real <laughs> you know yeah yeah that's fair that makes sense so i have some stats here so basically where the um pyramid is located it is in a perfect perfect spot where it lines up just with the equator and the longitude lines where it's like it's the perfect center of the mass of the earth um, and they said too, huh. if with the with how it's formatted, where it is, if you take like I don't know, let's say like you know how like in um, basketballs they have the center and then all the lines go around it and make a perfect sphere. <laughs> yeah. If you do that with the Earth, it will make the perfect sphere. Okay. Huh. Okay, yeah, okay. it's crazy. Um, another little stat is the coordinates of the um pyramid pyramids yeah um basically they're just talking about the one pyramid right now but but uh, the this big one the 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 main one yeah <laughs> if you look we up the yeah about. we know what we're talking about yeah the um, the coordinates of that pyramid is like 29 degrees and then it's like 972 not no sorry 972925848 right the exact coordinates just like you would for your house or any other yeah. thing right those exact numbers to the t um is the exact same number it takes to travel in space how fast you have to do to travel in space to make it to a certain time um I was trying to get more on that, like, 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 but then it was it was getting off into like space stuff. Um, but yeah, that's a big tangent. Yeah, exactly. But the traveling through space to keep at a same altitude um, and basically being able to travel through space and through any time, it's not the same as time travel, but being able to go distances in a shorter amount is the same exact numbers use for where it's coordinated in um the where the pyramids are and i was like I whoa 
that is like <laughs> like, it, like it's not even just like oh it was it's so close it's close no it it goes down to the 20th digit um and that and that's insane yeah so i'm thinking like th- there's how 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 perfect does it have to be for you to go to the 20th digit um it has to be the ex- it's the exact same um and also another thing is it's probably like my last point but uh some interviewers were interviewing some mayans and egyptians about ancestors they have and they found this painting of uh one of the kings there one of the pharaohs in the tombs um and sh- they were saying it all this painting it was like it was made to be like appear like 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 of the king of uh the pharaoh in the tomb um but the mayans and egyptians were saying no actually it, they speculated it was an actual an astronaut and after, if you look at the picture i wish i could show you it looks exactly <laughs> like an astronaut um going through space really um but it doesn't look like an astronaut per se it looks like an alien you know but has all these gadgets around him um and it it's it's incredible and this was made i don't know like 700 AD like you're going to have to show me this picture after i'm going to have to like, show this you this picture crazy. after and it's it's just it's crazy cuz that's made me think that's more proof and to even have the mayans and egyptians their own culture believe in this makes me think why aren't i believing in it you know and and and, and all these people were saying all the doctors were saying to be able to make such a giant object um in that time would have taken so long and they have found like it, do- it actually didn't take that long to make so i'm wondering why is that um there's there's i, I just I, after seeing all these like videos and articles it makes me believe like there must have been help because of how it's formulated too cuz back then too they would why why the pyramid shape um and they're saying there it was in cubic meters and like it should have been a cube and how this 700 AD structure hasn't fallen apart to this day um that's true yeah it stands the test of time it does and uh, it just th- yeah that's basically it but I, that's the one that made me really believe hey i that is that is might be true. That might be true. It's definitely one looking into. My only oh, yeah. skepticism is, uh, well, I have a couple, I guess. But, like, first of all, because I, I had an anthropology class last yeah. semester in college. And it was more about, like, plagues and medicine and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I got to see, like, uh, what like what kind of medicine they had back in the day, what tools they had, how they would treat certain things, how the, what how they did their research yeah. and stuff. And, I like, even without tools and technology, like, People are crafty. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, people like, are find crafty, a way. yeah. Yeah. And also, like, with the coordinates, were people... Was the Earth measured in coordinates at that time when they were built? Because uh, it, it would almost seem like, you know, that would be something that would have been created after the pyramids. Yeah, you yeah, it I would. Mean? And, that, and that's what I'm saying. How, how would they yeah. know? How is it too perfect to be in the center of the Earth and having oh. those coordinates, you know? 
It's because uh, these aliens are the reptiles that live on the moon, and then yes. Obama and, with Captain and the America. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not bad. <laughs> yeah, so that, yeah. that's the one. I'm just like, like some of these, like I don't fully believe in it. Like I'm not going to be like all over. Like that's exactly what happened. That's what's that's what's going on. Um, yeah, but it makes me think. Hey, like if someone said this is what happened, I'd be like, oh, okay, I can believe it. Yeah, you know, fair. so. All right, not bad. Well, uh, yeah. my next conspiracy is actually about aliens as well. I've I've talked to you about this one. You're gonna hate me, but I'm uh, doing this for our ginger friend Jacob. Yeah, uh, I've accidentally stumbled upon a conspiracy that gingers are aliens, and just <laughs> okay. like okay, <laughs> just for the meme, I was yeah, like, yeah. I'm gonna do this one, yeah. and I looked into it, and there's like actual science. Uh, about how like gingers are just different yeah. in general, and I also watched a good mythical morning video on YouTube that, okay. that was on this topic, and it, it's just a comedy bite for them more or less. But it's so funny, like go check it out. But yeah. um, so in first of all, I'm gonna start this off with a weird fact. In 1886, nice Doctor Augustin Gallopin, a real doctor, said that redheads were the sexier smelling people okay this is a this is a medical fact (laughs) created by a doctor in the the 19th century god oh god yeah apparently this has been an obsession uh for like centuries but um i i found all of the information i have on this in a magazine so it's not uber reliable but i mean like what is on the internet exactly yeah gentleman's quarterly magazine uh, this article is published on March 12th of 2019. This is a real thing. You can find all these facts here. I don't know where they source them from, but that that's for another thing. I also yeah. just don't like this magazine. I looked at the website. It's a nightmare. Anyway, <laughs> uh, redheads have a higher pain threshold. Uh, and like, this is all scientific fact. This isn't just like speculation. Redheads are more susceptible to temperature change. So they typically get hotter easier and they get colder easier, if that makes sense. Okay. They require less vitamin D, which is required to fight off certain diseases like diabetes, rickets, arthritis. They just don't need as much. Like, I I don't know why. They didn't really give an explanation. I don't know if they just have more in their system in general. Don't know. Don't know. Yeah. Um, according to uh, Professor Andrew Scott at the University of Buffalo... I don't know the time frame for this, uh, um, but gingers are seen as funnier than the average person. Okay. okay. Which is also just like a strange thing. Like, I yeah. think this guy studied behavioral science or like one of the social sciences kind of thing. And so like it's it's in his field, but it, it doesn't make any sense. And then I got two more. <laughs> Apparently yeah. redheads are much more popular in commercials. Really? Very weird fact. Yeah, That's not sure how this is measured, fact. right? But and the last one, with a little PG thirteen warning. Oh, uh, yeah. So apparently, redheads are more sexually active, and my theory with this is because probing aliens probe people. Okay. This is just how it works. So I mean, like <laughs> okay. the science is here. The science is there. 
Yeah. So, but like, this is so strange to me that people really think redheads are aliens for these reasons. I can't. I can't believe that's the thing too. Like, you can find a conspiracy theory on anything, absolutely anything. anything. Like, it's crazy. And then, like, saying that gingers are aliens is just—it's—it's it's crazy, right? But this one's common. I found it by accident. Oh like, my goodness! <laughs> I honestly, so I'm like, I I don't know. And uh, the Good Mythical Morning video was talking about how, uh, like, a lot of Vikings in the day were redheads. Vikings were huge, so they come from like uh, giants who had red hair, and these giants were like an offspring of an alien race that had red hair. <laughs> oh my thing. gosh! Yeah, uh, and the galaxy or like the galaxy that they come from there's a constellation surrounding the the indigenous alien planet of these redhead aliens and the constellation if you like connect the dots it looks like a person more specifically some like celebrity that's also a redhead like okay. <laughs> kind of like the jaw okay. matches up and stuff it's it's very strange thing. i don't crazy. know if that's real or that was a bit for the show yeah, but yeah that was uh, <laughs> that was wild uh so yeah gingers are aliens so do you believe that gingers are aliens absolutely them redheads are you know like they're more popular in commercials i've told them this a few times i've been obsessed with this ever since this last week that i've been looking into this but this is wild do you believe it uh sort of yeah that's that's a flat yes that's a straight that's a a flat yes i I have two doctors being quoted here yeah Yeah, absolutely. But I I can see as, like, if they're seeing, like, where the hair comes from. Because, you know, even in science and, like, high school, they teach you if you have a blonde person, you have a blonde person, you have a baby, it's, like, 99% chance it's going to be blonde or vice versa for a a brunette, right? Um, But with with human beings, too, we're always evolving, always, always getting better. So who knows? Maybe there'll be a different color hair in the future, but, like, it's weird how it's usually just brunette, blonde, or redhead, right? And gingers mm-hmm. are very uncommon. Um, yeah, that's right. True. So it, I don't know. Like, I would have to look at it more um, into it to make sure I fully believe. But <laughs> to, to say the point, yes, I think gingers are aliens, and I think we have an alien friend. Dear God, Kevin, I hope the people are picking up on your sarcasm, if there is sarcasm. <laughs> but anyway, don't don't let my ridiculous thoughts take up all the time here. <laughs> okay, let's move on to your conspiracy theory before I start doubting my wonderful ideas and facts that I have here. Okay, I have one more. Last one. Matt Groening. For everyone who doesn't know who Matt Groening is, he is the creator of The Simpsons. Yes, yes, we're doing The Simpsons Conspiracy Theory. (laughs) The Simpsons have predicted the future over 150 times. Now, I know you're saying, Kevin, that's ridiculous. Kevin, that's ridiculous. I know, right? Some of the predictions are, I would say not as intense as others. Um, like, one would be, like, they had, like, a spy watch back in 1993, um, where they did an episode where Lisa was in the future. Um, but that's... And they said it created the Apple Watch, um, which isn't true. There's a lot of movies back in the 90s that use spy watches um, just to talk to people, and I'm just like, that's that's... 
that's a bit of a stretch. Um, yeah. But I have some that were saying that, like, it's to the detail of um, how the Simpsons predicted the future. And that's why I think Matt Groening is a time traveler. There's even a guy, they have a podcast, um, <laughs> and it was on YouTube, and he, was, he, like, he will die on a hill for Matt Groening. He's saying Matt uh, Groening is a time traveler, 100%. There's no ifs and or buts about it. Um, same with uh, Elon Musk, but I'm not talking about Elon Musk this time. Yeah. <laughs> so, some of the predictions. I wrote some of the major ones. Uh, the Donald Trump uh, escalator scene. I don't know if... Oh, yeah. That one wigged me out, because I saw that at the time, and it's like to a T. It's like... to a T. So much to a T that I was looking at some of the stuff in the background, and they were showing me stuff in the background. There was a guy in real life when Donald Trump was taking the escalator who dropped his sign and was going to pick yeah. it up. This is like 15 years, maybe 13 years before Donald Trump was elected. They had the exact same scene and the guy dropped his sign. It said vote Trump and it dro- and he dropped it and he was going to pick it up in the exact same scene. <laughs> And I'm just like that. That is creepy, right? That's yeah. that's super creepy. How and like how can you just not? How can you just guess that? You know, there's other things you can guess. Like, um, like they did one for autocorrect back in the '90s. They said um, like when they get like smartphones or they get because that's when like the Zoom came out and all that kind of stuff. And they said people are gonna be texting, uh, and they said they'll develop autocorrect. Um, and autocorrect was developed, but I don't think it was for. It was. It was. It's not much of a connection with the Simpsons. Yeah. Um. I want to talk about the COVID nineteen virus they called in twenty twenty. Um. They said there was going to be a flu. This was bad. It said it was going to be in twenty twenty one. Um. But it said the COVID nineteen virus. It wasn't COVID nineteen. It was um some. You know how they used to the they used to say it the woo. Wuhan flu. Oh, the Wuhan flu. The yeah, Wuhan flu. The city that it originated. The Wuhan. From. Fl- yeah. yeah, exactly. But it was it was some other name in The Simpsons, um, and it came from Japan, and they were saying how a person got sick over there, and they every it got to um, uh, Springfield, and it was because of <laughs> it was because of Homer because he brought all these packages in, and he just like <laughs> he started yeah. opening it up right. Um, but they and they said they had to quarantine for a long time and like and during that time too, which was weird, um, the people were getting mad because they wanted their vaccines and there wasn't a lot of vaccines left. Um, so they tipped over this bus or whatever it is, like a van, and it had killer bees in it. Oh my god! And if you guys remember in 2020, there was a huge thing about murder hornets. Um, going around like murder hornets on the west coast of America, uh, and people were really, really scared um, of this of this thing. And I was just like, "That is, that is, what are the odds in the same episode? That's what happens, right?" There is also yeah. there was also one that was I don't really feel like it was connected, but um, Marge gets arrested um, for stealing something from Apu's shop, but she didn't actually steal it. It was she was framed. 
um, and she got arrested, and the whole city and the whole town rioted for this, um, for Marge, because she was um, basically victimized and basically arrested under false count, and they rioted. Um, And they were trying to compare that to the Black Lives Matter movement, and I don't think that's a very fair comparable. Um, that's yeah, it's a bit of a stretch. It's a, that's the thing. That's the thing. Some of these are stretching. I was like, that's okay. I gotta get through some of these though. Um, but I didn't think that was sort true. But it was weird how they had that too. Uh, they also had 20th Century Fox being bought out by Disney ten years before it did. <laughs> uh, they have three three times, not just once or twice. Three times they predicted the Super Bowl championships down to the exact score. That's so that's so messed up. Uh, Homer predicts the Higgs boson theory. Uh, basically, I was doing a little research on it. Higgs boson theory was basically an equation that was never solved. Um, but then someone does solve it in like 2015, and they realize the formula was the exact, almost to a T, the exact same formula that Homer used in this in this episode where he it was kind of like um Goodwill Hunting, um kind of oh my god thing to the exact could you imagine like solving the formula and then people coming up to him be like you you stole this from the simpsons yeah exactly exactly (laughs) and then oh my god i have three more i have three more or okay uh they predicted 9-11 because they had uh lisa wanted to go to the um new york for for something and she showed a, a poster of it said Coming to New York, and it says nine dollars right beside the Twin Towers. And they That's also, sad. yeah, they also yeah. had in another episode the Twin Towers being attacked before they were even attacked. They just double dipping on that one. They're eh? double dipping, like, uh, uh, it's just showing off. Siegfried, uh, Siegfried, Siegfried, and yep. Roy. You remember them, the Vegas performers? What? <laughs> Um, do you remember the, do you remember them from, uh, they were like, they had their tiger, remember? Uh, I, I know Siegfried is a renowned psychologist. Oh, okay. Um, much farther in the past. I, I don't know about no, the, the no. Vegas act. So, so, <laughs> so Siegfried and Roy were like, they, they trained like tigers and lions and stuff like that and performed in Las Vegas. Um, yeah. and it was a huge thing, um, in... I think it was 1997. I think it was 1997, where um, that one of the tigers attacked uh, Roy on set um, and caused him permanent, permanent damage. Um, yeah. And they retired from it, and then they never went back to it because um, it was so traumatizing. But The Simpsons predicted this in 1991. The attack was in 1997. Again, this could be just a guess, you know. It could be just like, yeah. hey, this this probably will happen. But the the time frame of it, they said it in like it was in like November or something. But the actual attack happened in November, um, and they were and they were saying like how he got attacked too was almost exactly how he got attacked in real life. Um, so that, that one's crazy. And the last couple are the Notre Dame fire. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. The Simpsons predicted that the Notre Dame fire was going to happen. 
and it did and actually uh, struck news on on the news saying are the simpsons actually predicting this because it's crazy um kobe bryant's death in a helicopter yeah they had kobe bryant uh passing away and they had the helicopter crash he wasn't in the helicopter but he did get hit by the helicopter and he says he was in a helicopter accident um and the last one is the three-eyed fish everyone knows three-eyed fish from the simpsons uh it's all because of the nuclear power plant next nearby um in 2012 i think it was 2013 they found a three-eyed fish um off the coast of i forget exactly where it is but i think it's in central america um they found a three-eyed fish um in this little lake where they turned out the nuclear power plant was dumping their radiation into um so those are the the main points and i'm just i'm just super i'm creeped out by how they know all this you know (laughs) I don't... They're always, like, so close, but just a little different. Yeah. Like, he's like, oh, well, let's change one detail so we don't freak people out. It's, it's, like, it's like they're trying to make sure that no one knows what they're doing. So I said he's he has to be a time traveler, or maybe he's maybe he's an alien, you know? Um, yeah. Maybe he, he knows what's going on. Maybe he can see the future. It's all it's a whole bunch of things. But the conspiracy theory I'm saying is, like, the Simpsons know what's going to happen whether they already lived it or they can see it coming 150 over 150 predictions is not just something to look by at you know yeah that's a lot it's 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 a ton of stuff like i i just can't believe it like they do have 30 seasons but like that's almost like a prediction per season i mean prediction per episode sorry like it's it's crazy Something like that. Yeah, that's wild. That's that's a lot of predictions. I mean, I, I don't know. It's, I don't believe it because I think there'd be better uses for your time if you were a time and that's, traveler. But... And that's what the guy from the podcast was saying. He's like, why didn't you do this? Um, like, why didn't you just go win the lottery and then go back? You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and he said, and he believes people do that. You know, people who live in the lottery go back in time, win the lottery, do the stuff. But he's saying he's playing, he is playing the um long game you know i see i see he started this cartoon who back in 1989 no one really knew what the simpsons were right um and playing the long game to now like the simpsons is the longest running television show in history in history he's just out here breaking records yeah and he's breaking records and he knows what he's gonna do he knows he's gonna make money like it's just crazy Jeez, not bad all right well that's a lot of it um I think I'm going to start off with my album of the week, though. I'm yeah. just getting a little antsy with it. And <laughs> yeah, you can fly through your movie if you're like, all right, we got to wrap this up. But I I wanted to talk about this last week. I was very upset that last week of all weeks was the one that we we were too busy. We couldn't with, record, you know, we yeah. Couldn't, yeah, so um, call it even because this is a long episode now. <laughs> Dear God. Heck yeah. But album of the week, The Off Season by J. Cole. Please, God, if you have not listened to this album, 
listen to it. It is incredible. Within days of it coming out, all 13 songs of it debuted at the top 13 spots of the Spotify Hot 100 or Top 200, whatever it is, yeah. uh, charts for the for the U.S., and they held it for a few days. I don't know if... They, maybe they still are, to be honest. I haven't looked in a while. But every single track was at the very top of Spotify's most popular, most played, whatever it is. This is incredible. I've listened to it a couple dozen times, at least. <laughs> it just, through and through, it's it's great. And, like, my least favorite song is The Climb Back, and I love that song. But, it you know, it just it was released a while ago yeah yeah. um it starts off strong you know he talks about like oh this shit's too easy for me now and it is like he's got some great features the flow is insane and he ends off on this wonderful wonderful uh hunger on the hillside track that is just a phenomenal outro and it's probably even my favorite song in the whole album to be honest with you yeah that or pride is the devil close let go my hand oh my god please yeah. listen to it this is wonderful it might be my album of the week next week because i was going to do it two weeks in a row anyway um it's wonderful please yeah God, you know what? i i think i downloaded i was trying to download it on the way home from the cottage when i went up there yeah because i know when you showed me that you know i don't listen to a lot of i think i know why i don't listen to a lot of music it's because i'm not really good at picking up lyrics I don't know. I, I'm just really bad at it. Like when you were showing me the thing, you guys were laughing at uh, one of the lines. And I was like, I just didn't pick it up because I was just listening to like the background music, like like the beat to it. I hear the beat more than I hear the lyrics, which is very yeah. odd. Because um, I because I hear like my girlfriend, she can recite lyrics after hearing it one time, which is incredible. She can memorize <laughs> a song in one time, like and that's like most Jesus. people like they can memorize something like if they listen to it like five times. They probably can memorize it, um, and I can't. I I just I, yeah. I I just can't. I have struggle listening, but I, I can hear the. I I like the beat. I like the bass in the background. I I like the instruments playing. That's what makes a good song too, right? Um, yeah. So, I when you showed me before the album came out, the kind of like. What do you call that? Freestyle. That yeah, was on uh, like, like LA Leaker's piece. radio. It dropped yeah. uh, a couple days before. J. Cole Freestyle. There's two versions because they switch up the beat halfway through. Listen to that too. It's wonderful. Yeah. So like, I listen to that. I'm like, yo, this is going to be a good album. And I like J. Cole as it is anyways uh, as an artist. So I'm definitely going to oh, yeah. download that before I go to work tonight uh, and listen Finally. to it. Um, yeah. So... Okay, so for my show of the week, it is going to be an older show. Not too old, just early 2000s. Um, it's called Lost. Um, Lost was such a mind trip, um, seeing it for the first time. And I just, I re- I'm re-watching it now, and I'm just like, oh, it's it's not a comedy. Usually I do a lot of comedies on here, so I'm trying to do... It's more of a, I would say, drama and thriller kind of um, show. Um, but nice. it's one of those shows where basically 42 uh, passengers from a plane crash land on this island. This island is basically like, I don't want to say magical, but it's it's got something weird about it. And um, they all start to know that and they all realize that they're all connected somehow because they all have flashbacks and they all have actually met each other before, um, but don't really remember. Um, so it's it's really cool. Um, I would go check it out. It's on Disney Plus for people in Canada. Um, I realized that. Did you know that Disney Plus is different for Americans? Yeah, I, I I learned that because I saw that 
the Modoc show was a Hulu exclusive, unless yeah. you were in an area that doesn't get Hulu. And then I saw Modoc on Disney Plus. So yeah, like, hmm. that's the same with my friend. She has Hulu, and it was on there, but it wasn't on Disney Plus. I'm like, that's interesting. Um, yeah. But honestly, just check it out. Check out the first couple episodes. Um, it gets it's so good because it leaves on cliffhangers all the time. Um, and you're like, what is going on? Like, you don't know what's going on at some point. And he's like, I need to watch more to find out. Um, so yeah, go check out Lost. Not bad. Okay. And I think that's going to be all. I, that was a long episode. Yeah. One of our longest. (laughs) Yeah. Hooray. (laughs) I know. I know. Cause we were saying like two, we were like, should we do three? Should we do three conspiracy theories? But I was like, I know I'm going to take a long time with mine. Yeah, I we're know. like, oh, we'll totally talk about each for like five minutes, yeah. like 25 minute episode. Yeah, it'll nope. be easy. Nope. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. Oops. But thank you, everyone, for coming to listen. Um, we are episode 40. I can't believe it. Episode 40. Almost been a year since we've been doing this, and it's just been every single time we hop on here, it's just always fun, always fun getting to just ramble on about random stuff. Um, so thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, if you haven't, please follow us on Instagram at Idiot Culture Podcast, and we will be back next week. Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.